Hello, everyone. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you. As you go at the Golden Boot, so do our needs, but we cannot do it without you. We ask that you continue to like our posts, share our content, and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, and other social media platforms. You may also visit thegoldenboot.com for the latest merch. If you would like to make a financial donation, you can do so through Cash App at Money Sign Golden Boot or through PayPal at paypal.me slash golden boot. We look forward to bringing you more laughs, knowledge, and entertainment. And again, thank you for your endless support. Sincerely and respectfully, the Golden Boot team. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Golden Boot. It's your boy Pooh Bear. I got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. Uh, wonderful, beautiful Sunday, week before Super Bowl. Um, typically this is what we would call Pro Bowl Sunday. It was still Pro Bowl Sunday. It was stupid. That's what it was. We'll talk about it. How about yeah. that? Yeah. But anyway, anyway, uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. As we always say, we truly appreciate your support. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Share it to your friends. Share it to your baby mama. Share it to your baby daddy. Share it to your grandmama. Share it to all them Facebook groups y'all been talking about. Are y'all sharing the same man and woman and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah, yeah. Share it wherever you're talking about sports. Uh, if you ain't talking gonna, about sports, share it there yeah, too. Share it there. We we because we got we got something special for you. Help us hit 100. I'm mean, not 100. Hey, yeah, help us hit 100k too, but help <laughs> us hit 1k and you can win a hundred dollars. If you've already subscribed, help somebody else subscribe. The more people you enter, the more chances you get to win. You know what I'm saying? Let us know. Hey, I refer such and such and such and such. We're into your name that many times, and you can win too. So go ahead, drop in, drop those subscribes, and uh, you can win that money. We trying to get some places. Hey, hundred dollars ain't it ain't gonna go far, but it's a hundred dollars you ain't have. Yeah, it, it is. So I'm I'm gonna say it like I'm gonna start off like this. It was ten dollars, but when inflation is nine hundred, so you can do the same thing you would do with them ten dollars. Touche, touche. <laughs> All right. Um, it is Black History Month. Uh, like we say all the time, it's our history, but it's not just our history. It's everybody's history. Uh, it didn't start with slavery. Won't end with Obama. 
but this one was special. I didn't even realize when I when I did it. Happy birthday, Hank Aaron. Oh, yeah. Number Mr. 44 for the Atlanta Braves. Mr. Mr. 755. Mr. 755 from the 251. Shout out to Hank Aaron. You know, rest in peace. May you rest in power. But Hank Aaron, home run king. I, I know he doesn't have the record anymore. I was just about to say, hold on, but if – I'm, if they said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. If you, they you. said that Roger Maris had the regular season record or whatever, whenever um, when Judge was chasing him, don't that mean that Hank Garen has the all time? If you just if you taking Bonds out the picture for the single season and and Sammy and all them, then they out the picture for all time too, right? It- <laughs> You want to have okay? This ain't on the docket, but you, let's let's talk about this for a minute for ba- with, just, with the baseball. I mean, it wasn't on the docket, here, but I'm I just know. Saying. But here, here's my stance on this because a lot of people do have kind of funny stances about all oh, the steroid era, this, that, and other. But if everybody was on it, I mean, and you still doing them numbers, why not I, count it? I don't disagree with you on that part, but my my whole stance is if baseball is not recognizing y'all. Then Hank Aaron, they they must rank, recognize Hank Aaron as the all time home run leader, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm, I mean, so if, can we say can we say Hank Aaron is the recognized all time home run leader instead I, of you know what? I'm is? glad you said it like that because I was about to bring up another point. If things were done right in the first place, nobody Josh gonna Gibson. give Josh Gibson anyway. That's fact. So, That's uh, okay. speaking of, you know, what I'm saying, you know, what I'm saying hitting home runs, apparently. Jason, Jason Bromfield was out there trying to chase the home run record. Thomas, you know, saying softball. Softball turning. Jason, Jason, you what you were doing out there, Jason? You were hitting some bombs. Was he? What my, my question is: Was he playing against thirteen year olds? This a little bit off. This ain't. This ain't in the same. <laughs> <what's>, <laughs> listen, this might not oh, be in the same uh, category, but. And, and, and it's not in the order that we have it on docket, but let, let's throw this up here. Let's throw this up. All right, here. file this one under one of the strangest stories I've ever heard of and talked about. Last Friday, we received an email from the mother of a player on the Churchland High School girls JV basketball team that an assistant coach on the team named Arlisha Boykins impersonated a 13-year-old player on the team that was out of town for a club basketball tournament. Here's video from that game. Churchland is in the black uniforms. Number one right there that just came up with the black block shot. We're told that is Arlisha Boykins. They were taken on Nansman River. Uh, this video has been edited to show you some of the highlights. Uh, Arlisha is apparently a 22-year-old young woman going up against 14 and 15-year-old girls. Now, we have confirmed that Boykins is no longer an employee of Portsmouth Public Schools. And since this game, the student athletes on the team and parents decided to just end the season. They will not be playing any more games this year. Portsmouth Public Schools did launch an investigation into this matter. The details have not been revealed by officials quite yet. Now, I spoke with the father of the 13-year-old girl that was being impersonated. Here's what he had to say about his reaction when he heard the news. Coaches, you know, always preach to the kids, you know, about integrity and those type of things. So I was just shocked. I, I just need, you know, an apology, you know, because I haven't, yet received one from you know the overseer of the program or nothing you know he just came out and just told us the stipulations of what was going to happen but there was no apology issue personally to us even in his presence 
We're going to follow up with this story. If more information comes out, uh, those parents told me today that they are simply just seeking an apology from Churchland School officials. <laughs> hey, we want to bring in our special guest for the night, Mr. Sean Fox, sports director at Sports Talk 97.7. Fox, welcome back to the Golden Boot. It's been a while. Glad to see you. How you been? Bro, man, great to be with y'all. I'm, I'm still bald. as bald of the picture y'all threw up, so I appreciate it. Just, <laughs> oh, hold on. Don't Ant look any up. different Ant than that picture. Hey, you – okay. Thanks, man. I got you. A little oh, slow. Little bald and uh, that, It's long overdue. Yeah, thank y'all for being patient. Oh, no oh, problem. Uh, no problem, uh, brother. I, I see that your life is still being run by teenagers. Uh, I know the feeling. Um <laughs> Walking in and out of the house while we're doing this, so it's not going to change yeah. as we speak. So, so. <laughs> so that story, like I said, that we just that, just, that we just played. Yeah, twenty-two-year-old assistant coach fills in for a thirteen-year-old. Oh, this is hilarious! And I mean, it's not funny. It's not funny, obviously, <laughs> but it's hilarious, bro. Like, um. She should be fired. The coach who allowed oh, her to do this should be. I, I, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. she should be fired. The coach who allowed her to do this should be fired. Mm -hmm. I don't blame the team for just giving up the season after this. I feel sorry for the little girls who were forced to play with her. Because they didn't have a say in this. But um, it just, man, when I first heard about this story, y'all seen in the movie, uh, Things the Bad News Bears, when the dude hands the umpire the little I am 12 with the hundred dollar bill that's the first thing oh no oh oh i know that's uh the yeah. one with um uh, it wasn't god it was bench warmers it was bench bench warmers. Warmers. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. David, Spade. David, Spade. Yeah. David Spade. yeah 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 and again he gives the umpire um, the i am 12 with the hundred dollar what, what hey what is what does herb edwards say you play to win in the game um i mean listen all jokes aside on that um, do y'all remember a story like this one kind of made me laugh because I actually don't approve of it, but it definitely wasn't as serious. Do you remember like three or four years ago, there was something similar in Houston about this where a guy, a, a, a 28 years old. Yeah. It was playing on a high school well, team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he was, but he was the worst like part a student we joke about up. that. Worst part was, he was like dating a year old girl. So yeah, when I heard yeah. this story, of course I was like, "Like this is bad." I've heard worse. Yeah, I'm with you on that. It could have been worse, but I mean, that me, one was just, real bad. How, how do you not catch this, bro? Like she obviously is not a 14 year old girl. Like, this this made me think about. I mean, everybody in the stands who from that school should have known. Yeah, like exactly. how, how does somebody in good conscience associate with that school be like? I didn't see nothing. Did y'all see anything? I mean, that's just yeah. low. That's just so, low. Exactly. The only exactly. thing I could think but, to justify that is um, they played out of town. So they weren't playing necessarily in their, their normal, in their city. Um, it was an out-of-town tournament or, or what? No parents were there? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some parents was, that's, that's why they got turned in. But my thing is, the kids, you know, I, I, I would have been thinking, Damn, coach taking my playing time too. You know what I'm saying? Did y'all see whenever she got fouled, only one little girl no, went to shake her hand. Not only that, the rest of the little girls was like, man. 
Well, then my, my favorite thing is she blocks the shot. She's out here like she's like my DeCambi Matumbo. That'd be like me playing with the neighborhood kids who are like 10 years old. Exactly. I mean, I mean, I do talk smack to them, but we're not playing a serious game. But, uh, <laughs> no, again, as, as adults, as parents, we're supposed to teach them lessons about life. You know, that's what we play sports for. So we get to the college or professional level. It's about life lessons and these teachers right. or this coach. And I would look if the school had apologized yet, I'd take it a step further. This school's teaching terrible life lessons, and I can't blame the kids and the parents of the kids being like, you know what? I'm done. And we're not playing yeah. this year. Yep. Yeah. Another thing I thought about, and it, and it made me laugh. You're not even good. That was JV. You weren't even good enough to make varsity as a as a 22-year-old. Somebody, uh oh, Fox Rose on oh, man. This is straight out of a movie. Yeah, no, exactly. I, my, my, my wife, I, I'm gonna power through it today. I got you, I got you, but yeah, that was, I guess, because I got 16 people in here using the internet. I don't know, yeah, probably works that way. Uh, Jason Brunfield said, happened to me in middle school basketball in the scrimmage. We was up 20 and they inserted a senior varsity basketball player. We lost by 15. <laughs> Dang. That's kind of wild right there, bro. Yeah. That's a, that's so, a you know what? win. And that, shady. That is funny. That yeah. actually happened in my high school, too. Um, she just. It was, no, our team was playing JV, the JV championship game. The other team brought in uh, – now, granted, the kid was a junior, but he was a varsity player, and they brought him in to play the JV championship game. And I think Was he a starter? Up, yes. Was, was he a starter? Great, on yes, he was a starter on the varsity team. Okay, and, all right. If he was a bench player, it wouldn't look this bad. Yeah, if it, he it, was it, a bench it, player, you I mean, I can't give you that one, dog. He's supposed to be playing. No, he was a starter, and, and the crazy part about it, Everybody yeah, knew who he was because they called him Tank because his head was like so big. They called him Tank because his <laughs> head. So everybody was like, "Why is Tank playing tonight?" And we found out why. They still end up losing. Yeah. Can't they end up, to you know, the JV team. Yeah, it came down to the JV. But then that anyway. sweeter though in the end, but in Tank, and you still won. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But uh, Fox, man, since the last time you on, we finally got Trey Holly as a Tiger. Great things. Yes. I, first of all, I, I'm very impressed, actually, because, you know, with me not being from Louisiana, I didn't know a lot about him beforehand. Um, and I was telling somebody because uh, we were on, uh, was it Carter Show? I was on Carter Show, Carter Power Hour, and a key, a guy was kind of talking sure. bad about Trey Holly. Yeah, yeah it was a guy who was kind of trying to tra trying to trash Trey Holly. 3A Trey. That's what he called him, 3A Trey. Said he was he's too small, this, that, and other. And I was like, the crazy oh. part about it uh, he broke the the state record, you know, and a lot of people say, oh, but his eighth grade yards. If you take Frustrate. out his eighth grade yards, he still breaks the record. <laughs> so what do you and, what do you think about and yeah, you could take out okay, and you could take out his stats. And I and Ant has heard me say this on the on my show before is the amazing thing about Trey is 2020, he only when they made it to the 15 games. He only played about seven of them fully. They were killing everybody, so they pulled it at halftime into the third quarter. So he could have crushed it way before that. Listen, I, I, I've heard the, the 3A Trey thing before, and I, and I think that's cute. Because Trey's best games, 
have been against four and five a competition. I saw him rush for 300 plus yards and four touchdowns versus Washington High School. Um, I saw him truck Kendrick Law on his way to an 80 yard touchdown and practically damn near stepped on his chest doing it. There's only been two times in four years, I guess five if we're counting his eighth grade year, that I've not said he's the best player on the field that day. Quincy Wiggins in the state championship game a few years ago was absolutely dominant. And then this past year, this is the third or fourth time that they've played Manny. And every time I thought Trey was better than Tackett. This is the first time where I'd have to go, Tackett was the dude that. Hey. Yeah. I guess still one of the best players that I've ever covered and seen at the high school level. And I've seen both Mannings. I saw Ruben Randall. I've seen Charles Scott. He's just got that it factor. And I know the knock is 3A competition. I would just say those people, that's an uneducated thing to say. Go look at what he's done against higher class competition. And that's when he's been at his best. He's just that dude. Yeah. Um. I, I thought I'd ask you this. Uh, my co-host would be uh, extremely biased if I asked this to him. Uh, what's in the water in the 318? Because this seems to be great player after great player after great player. Uh, that's, I mean. That's what we do, sir. We breed excellence. Again, I knew you'd be biased. Well, yeah, it, it, it is. It is. But, it, but it's been cyclical because I could say there was a, a portion until really – this Wills class where we're putting out blue chip competition, our blue chip type players. Listen, if you're going to be LSU, there's a couple places that you absolutely have to hit home. You have to be successful. You get Northeast Louisiana. You got to hit Lafayette now. This is a brand. This is kind of a new thing, but you've got to be able to recruit Lafayette. You're Baton Rouge. You got to get your backyard. And of course, you better have a New Orleans guy. And LSU's got a couple of New Orleans guys on that staff to recruit them. Those, and not and that's not to knock Shreveport and some other areas, but these are your key recruiting grounds in this state. But I will say there was a time where the 318 was down as far as blue chip competitions. Look, they had they had college level kids, but it was low five, G5 guys. It's just recently where we're getting those P5 kids again who are playing at the high level, like a Will, like a Lance, like a Trey. But it's coming back it's going anytime soon. But I would say there was probably a four-year cycle where it wasn't what it was used to. But it is definitely back. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That, was, that stretch right after Rashard. I mean, we you know we had pop maybe one or two every yeah. year, and we didn't have the three. Well, Fidari, or four like maybe Fedarian Mathis. For you got Fedarian, yeah. then you got Spivey. You know, you yeah, had it's that been club. like it's been like one or two guys, but it hadn't been you know the. The multiple in a class like we've seen this year and last year, you know, we had multiple guys going SEC, multiple guys going to power well, five schools like we have this year. Well, and you and I have talked about this before. The thing I found funny was there there was this knock. Like there's 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 two things that really bother me from being from South Louisiana and living here for 20 years that just part of my French pissed me off beyond belief is one that everybody in North Louisiana is a, is a Cowboys fan. I, I don't know how long the strange, the, how strong the language could be on here, but Go I'm going to tell you that's absolute, that's absolute bullshit. Yeah. Um, the closer you get to Shreveport, 
then it then it becomes a little more Cowboys country. But the, but Northeast Louisiana, it's probably 70-30 Saints to Cowboys fans. So that's one stereotype that really bothers me. And then there's the other one that that Northeast Louisiana is Alabama country. Again, couldn't be further from the truth. Yes, we've had a Cam Sims and and a Slade Bolden and a Cam Robinson. And guess what? And, and, and Hootie. And they were all good. And you can't blame them. They all won championships. I would beg you to say, um, check your backyard. How many players from within 45 minutes of LSU's campus has mm-hmm. gone to Alabama? Dare I say, it's been a hell of a lot more significant than Northeast Louisiana, but it's been amplified up here. But that thing has always bugged me about, uh, oh, y'all a bunch of out. No. The, the interesting thing about here, Pooh, is it's really a melting pot. It's mostly LSU. We got Ole Miss has, has got a heavy influence mm-hmm. up here. Arkansas, Arkansas has a heavy influence. Of course, Alabama. Alabama's got a Alabama's got a hand anywhere they want to have a hand these days. I mean, Alabama has a hand in DC. I mean, that that's just the power of that brand. So th- those are just um we we've got to be able to keep our kids in the backyard. And, and I think for the most part, we've been able to do that a, a lot more recently had the past. So I'm I'm glad and just it, it's always bugging that people think it's Cowboys in Alabama. It's definitely not it. Well, you're preaching today, Fox. So, all right. So, you, I, I believe you, and you're absolutely correct. Here's the funny part about it: when I was leaving the Alabama game, and I was heading back to you know to my car, um, I saw some Alabama fans walking to their car, and I said, "Man, I was like, it was a good game." I said, uh, "What part of Alabama y'all from?" Said, nah, man, we from Monroe. I said, oh, uh, okay, y'all have oh, they night. got them. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Yeah, we got some for no. sure. Oh yeah, it's now. Now let me tell you a story. This is funny. I, I, I had in our studio is in West Monroe. It's also got some other businesses, and I had a guy come down the hall the week of the game. I think it was the Thursday before the game, and he's an LSU fan, and he said. Well, I'm taking my first LSU game. He's in Alabama. And my first thing was, where did you go wrong as a parent? But it's none of my business. <laughs> but, so I saw him on Monday. And, you know, he's like 11 or 12. And I said, um, said so how was his first Tiger Stadium experience? He goes, thank you for LSU these days. So, look, it, it, you <laughs> win. That that's that influences the youth. Like it's easy, it's easy for kids to be caught up in Alabama, and probably Georgia here soon. At that age, they kind of flock to stuff like that. That so, if you want to make them your fans, you got to win games like that, and they did this year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They're impressionable at that age. Unfortunately. That's yeah. why you see a lot of Golden State fans, and you know what I mean, and, and stuff of that nature, because that's who was winning. Oh, oh it made me sick about the blender last night. Wanted to vomit. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. But it don't matter. They, they lost. And I, so and I, I could take it. No, they did. But like, I could take it if you're not from the state. But, man, I, who I feel like I yeah, the people must be a Laker fan. Uh, I'm yeah, a LeBron fan. Yeah, I, I did see. Fan. I saw. You, I saw your tweet, and I was like, mm, "I think we're gonna cancel the show tonight." Look, I will. I will firmly admit, mm-hmm. as a forty, damn near forty-one year old Jordan fan, that we can have the conversation about LeBron being the best. I will. Aunt hears me say this all the time. I don't have to like you to respect you. 
I just call him a little bitch. But he is a great player. He is definitely one of the best I've ever seen. And look, my bias is because of what happened with Anthony Davis. That that amplified it by a thousand. I I understand, like, especially because I I was – why would L.A. and and Pelican, you know what I'm saying, fans? But I get it. You know what I'm saying? The Anthony Davis thing, he he completely rubbed the city the wrong way. And I I completely understand that. So, um, let me ask this. I want to go back to Trey Holly. What kind of character? Because I I know Please. I've seen it. What kind of character um, are we getting in Trey Holly? Well, I haven't I haven't personally seen anything bad off the field. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there is a, a negative connotation to Trey. I personally um, haven't seen it. Every time I've been around him, and like, granted, I don't go. I mean, I haven't talked to him a thousand times, but. More and more the last year and a half during his recruiting process, I've kind of, for, for obvious reasons, doing a little digging and going down the field before the game uh, on Friday night while they're getting ready for pregame warm-up. And he's always been um, incredibly respectful to me. Um, every Everybody I know around Union, and I don't live there. I mean, I just go there on Fridays, but I've made good connections. They all rave about him. He hasn't been a troublemaker. So, I mean, I think he's a good kid. He's one of these – I mean, he was incredibly excited. I mean, look. As soon as he got a real committable offer to LSU, it stood with that the entire time. And I, and I think he, he clearly he could not wait to get down there and make an impact. And um, look, he, if he could have played, in, he'd have got down there and played. He told me he wanted to play in the Cheez It Bowl. Um, I'd have loved to see it. I hope we get to that point in college football where, look, they're exhibition games anyway. If you got a track who comes in early, why not? I'd love to see it. I can't say enough things about that. Uh, like I've I've been, um, I don't want to say I've been his PR maybe a bit too much, but I can't say enough about him. I, I think he's a special player. I was thrilled to death when he committed to LSU. My fear was, oh God, what if Saban or, or somebody else in here right. uh, and pulls up? And Saban tried. They they came in towards the end of his recruitment and tried to get him. Um, Saban always takes that private jet and that helicopter and hit, hits the 3-1-8. And, uh, look, he stayed true to it, and I think he was a big part of recruiting these other kids in this uh, in this signing class, particularly from our area. Now, listen, does that mean that he's going to come in a player? I don't know. I mean, he took a lot of carries in high school, a lot. But I, I will tell you the thing, if he wanted to be a safety at LSU, he'd be a damn good safety, without a doubt. One of the – best patient runners. And uh, he kind of reminds me in the screen game of St. Sandsville, no Pierre Thomas. My boy. He sets up his blocks. And I've shared this before. Like he gets on his, he gets on his back or his his lineman. And I know I got my hand up, but I'm showing him like he'll grab his tackle and he'll put them where he wants them to go. And as soon as he gets them set up, he'll accelerate through that hole before you know what he's going. Like I said, he's not the biggest. He's not the fastest, but how, I mean, I've seen him probably have 30 plus, 60 plus yard touchdown runs in his career that he never got caught from behind. So, I mean, he's just a game. You don't get all those yards if you're not great. Right. That's one of the knocks that people throw on him is, oh, he's not that fast. Um, We've had some running backs in the past who weren't very fast, neither who yeah, was successful. I know. 
Clyde wasn't that fast. Clyde, I mean, you can even go back. Allen Broussard wasn't. Allen Broussard wasn't that fast. You know what I mean? We've had plenty. Daryl Williams wasn't that fast. Touchdown run wasn't exactly a track star. After the injury, look, there's track speed and there's game. Give me the games. Right, Brucey wasn't that fast after the injury, and I saw him break several fifty-yard touchdowns. So. I, I say this though, back to Trey about like what kind of character. No, man, that, that, that that's yeah. that's people. Yeah. Now, I just want to say, um, go ahead, and I'm sorry. No, you good, bro? About a what last year summertime, so about six months ago, he did like a little, uh, not stop the bullying, stop the violence type day in in Farmerville Union, where he's from. And he, you know, he had just a little day in the park for all the kids to come out. And, you know, he got on the microphone and spoke about, you know, how kids don't need to be bullying each other. And he, he tried to do his part and speak, you know, use his platform that he that. had that he had in that community, you know, to try to to try to spread some change for the positive. So I know it didn't get a lot of attention across, you know, the, the state and, and across LSU Nation, but. Up around here, it did get a lot of attention, and, and that's something that I commended him for personally. But you don't see too many kids that age, n- not only recognizing the issue, but be willing to speak out on it and use their platform to do so. So that that just speaks to what, what kind of character well, and what kind of person and, he is. And and you 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 could attest to this too. I mean, for the last three or so, I mean, it, nobody really knows a lot about Union Parish slash Farmville. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's pretty much been the face and ambassador for yeah. that community for the last three years, and I think he's done a hell of a job doing it. I mean, he's brought a lot that of means, publicity to a place that hasn't had a whole lot. Yeah, a fact. And to the, I mean, so much so to your point that he got a key to the city. You know, I mean, for being that face to the city, you and got a Trey Holiday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can trade. I forgot about Trey. Trey Holiday and Key to the City for you know what he's doing to that community just by being himself, you know, and and be you know making that platform and using his platform the way he does. So I, I mean, honestly, that that's the kind of kid that you want your child to grow up to be like, and that's the kind of person you want your kid to hang around, at, you know, as friends. So he's a, he's a fine young man on and off the field. That is that's truly amazing. No, I agree, and I just hope he carries that over to Baton Rouge. I really do. So, agree. Proud agree. of. Yeah, um, it's fun. His first picture, though, I saw him like officially as a tiger. He was, you know, with some of the uh, other new recruits, and they were like, you know, saying throwing the peace sign. He was kind of looking like, "What do I do?" You know. But he's probably like the kid at Willie Walker. He's not used to all this big city stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm man, listen, I'm excited. Um what are your expectations for, for him like next season? Whew, next year? Man, I well I like Armani Goodwin a lot. Um Noah Kane, I think you've got some depth there. I mean, Caleb Jackson is – I haven't seen enough. Like, I'm – if you ask me to pull between the two who I think's better, I got a clear bias. I mean, I've seen every single game Trey's played. I haven't seen enough of um, of Caleb, to be honest. But the, the highlights, he looks fantastic. Um, glad that he's a Tiger. Uh, I, I think in a perfect world, I mean, 
you don't want true freshmen to have to play. I think you would love to be able to redshirt him. As as excited as I am to see Trey in an LSU uniform, unless there's injuries, I'd I'd expect him to to redshirt next year. But I think there's always the opportunity. Um, Look, he is dynamic in in special teams. I know know LSU's got Aaron Anderson. And Mm -hmm. I think that is going to be an instant upgrade in the return department at LSU. If you think about this, LSU – for as many teams, position, the cornerback and the running back. We have been terrible in kick or punt return for some time. I mean, we tried to stick a, uh, a round peg in a square hole. Like, I singly, he was great. But, like, why do we keep trotting him out there for punt return? Like, nothing's happening, and clearly it's not going to happen. I thought Trey Palmer should have been the primary punt returner. Yeah. They're like, long, long story short. If something doesn't go right with Aaron Anderson, I could expect him making an impact on special teams in the return game. And also, he's a he's a fantastic wide receiver. Like, you can put him anywhere, he's going to make an impact. But truthfully, I think in a perfect world, you'd redshirt him next year because that means you've got the guys in front of him doing what they need to do, mm-hmm. the upper class. That's a good point. So, That's a so, good point. I Here's my – I don't want to redshirt him for only one reason. I want to see Aaron Anderson at punt return. I want to see okay. Trey Hollow on kickoff return. That's a I would be point. okay with that. Like I said, I th- he's he, he's a damn good kick yeah. returner. So look, whatever yeah, it takes, takes to win, he's going to do it. I, like if you, if you need to, if you need to put him in the slot, he is a excellent wide receiver. I mean, he is a really good. He's got great hands, and that's where I think his biggest impact is at LSU. As I do think he will be that third down back. Because he can catch so good. Yeah. Like I said, he's one That's of the best screen back. Yeah. At the high school level, he he's the best screen back I've seen at the high school level. Yeah. I just his vision, um, everything I've seen from him, I think I did like ideally punt, uh kickoff return, I think he'd be excellent. Um but let's let's move on to the Saints a little bit. Um we don't we try not to talk there about we go. on here because because that's uh very depressing. But yeah. uh what this, news this news Tell broke. This news broke. This news broke. This news broke while we, me and Fox, was on air together Tuesday. Oh, about so, the uh, okay. Yeah. So we we gave um, our um yeah we gave our thoughts on the Sean Payton trade, but I want to know what you think about it. Well, it, I'm not gonna lie, and Aunt knows this. I, I have a Super Bowl baby daughter. We uh we were very excited when the Saints won that year. Um. I'm I'm always gonna be grateful for what he did. You can never take that away, and he helped make what was a terrible, one of the worst professional organization in sports. Even though when they won one Super Bowl, it was one of the most good NFL franchises. Um, and his fingerprints are all over this franchise to this day. Um, it was weird. Me when he had like the interview in the Broncos gear that went online, I was like, "Wow, this this is this is really happening." But I guess in a way, I I am relieved for years that as great as it would have been to Sean Payton to retire Saint, look in this profession, that's very very it's few and far between. Um, I was convinced he was going to coach the Dallas Cowboys. I, I thought that would be his stop after New Orleans. And the fact that he's not going to Dallas 
and not I'm relieved. Um, I wish he would have stayed, but that would be a, a dream scenario. This is real life as the pros. The fact that the Saints um, got, got a first round, they got a second round pick out of it next. Um, I broke it down the other day. I think a lot of people, there were some people who were disappointed that they only got the one, but I think they, they had in mind, look what the look what the Raiders got for John Gruden going to Tampa Bay. And I went by and I tried to tell people, I was like, look, this is apples and oranges. Mm-hmm. John Gruden was coming off the A active was retired. He was not in football. And it looked like he wasn't coming back. To me, the fact that you got something out of nothing, and yeah, and we're like, well, you don't have your, you, you can't get your quarterback of the future at 29. No, but you have an asset now that you didn't have before to move to go get your quarterback of the future if you need to, if you want to. But I, I don't think this team is a quarterback away. Um, Pooh, I, I think this, this is a, we're in purgatory right now. I say that as a good Catholic. Um, because I don't think it's a very got some star players. Uh, Michael Thomas, who I'm higher on than most. I'm not one who wants to jettison him, him out of town. We, I don't. I think he's just running into some bad luck. But Kamara as a back is getting older. There is a shelf life in the NFL. Don't you do Demario so. Davis is great. He's getting older. Cam Jordan is great. He's getting older. I'm just saying this team than just a quarterback there but but i think they're closer to a top five pick than they are super bowl you play in a horrifically bad division i mean it's real bad to the point where i think six and eleven or seven and ten could win it next year so you are bad i don't think you're a super bowl team but you can win your division so it's a weird place to be right now for a saints fan I'm with you on everything but to get rid of Kamara part. No, I, I, love, I, I, I love Kamara. I just feel I just would rather him get rid of him a year too early than a year too late. That's very fair. That's very fair. Mm. But uh, I just don't know. I just like I love to me. I, I, I know you do. And to me, I think it's his. His decrease in production isn't necessarily on him as a player to me. It's more so on the fact on the way he was used by Pete and the fact that we didn't have that true in between the tackles guy. So in my opinion, but you don't get rid of Kamara. You just go get the yes, but 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 it's not just that Pete used him wrong. Part of the reason why Pete used him wrong was because you couldn't rely on Alvin Kamara and you, I mean on Mark Ingram, and you didn't have anybody yep. else back there beside him. So instead of getting rid of Kamara, yeah. go get him somebody that you can put beside him that you can trust and let Kamara be Kamara. I I actually this is I, I think that you need I think quarterbacks obviously the number one need. I think running backs number two. Like I, I agree. I, I I know it's kind of tap that I'd love to get Tajay Spears from Tulane, but I, I know it's taboo to get a uh a running back now in the first round, but if if Yon Robinson's sitting there, I like I think Gibbs is a is a mini Kamara. 
Like, I wouldn't be mad if the Saints drafted one of those guys at 29. I think it's an incredibly important position for this team. I I, I won't take Bigsby personally, just just because I think that's the type, that's the perfect – him or Charbonnet. Charbonnet, the, the UCLA running back, that's another big, big, powerful back. But I, I think quarterback, running back, defensive tackle are the biggest needs on this team. Fox, I know you said yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with defensive tackle. Back or what? Go ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, what did you say, Pooh? I'm sorry, you know my internet's crap. So yeah, no, no. I was gonna say I know you said quarterback away. I think we're a head coach away. Mm. 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 That's just me personally. Well, uh, first, mm. I don't think they're quarterback away because I think there's too many holes on the roster. I do agree with you, the coach. I did not expect Dennis Allen to. Be fired. Look, that's just bad. As, as much as I don't think he's the guy, it, it's bad by our coaches right. year after year, especially when they went seven and ten. If they had a tank, it'd be one thing. I, I, I do think they need a new head coach. Look, here's how I look. I'm going into this, and I say I could say this now in February. I know when September gets here, I'm going to be talking out of both sides of my mouth because I'm a fan at the end of the day. Um, Thanks. Look, they suck, and we go get our quarterback. So, it's either we make the playoffs in a bad division this year, which even if it's at 6-11, and 7-10, you're still in the dance. Crap. You fire Dennis Allen. You get your quarterback of the future, and now we can hit the reboot button. So, that's how I'm trying to save face and not get too upset of season. It's a no-lose scenario. So, so which one of those do you see being more probable next season? Are we are we going to be without DA yeah, after division, next year? The division's so bad. The division's so bad. Like, and I, to me, Tampa to got, me is too. Now that Tom's gone, that that's my. I was just about to say. To me, I can't say where where we'll be until I see how because every every team in the division could get a quarterback. Every team, every team in the division could use one. So I just, until we see how the the free the offseason plays out with free agency in the draft, I don't know where we are right now. Is it? And I know you say every team in the division. Is I, it? Wild? I don't. I don't. No, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, is it wild to say that that Atlanta has the best quarterback situation right now? It's not wild. They do have the best quarterback situation with Ritter. With Ritter, Ritter and Mariota. And Mariota. Yeah. I mean, he's – yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't make a valid – I mean, technically the Saints here, here, have Jameis and Taysom under contract. This is contract. where this division is right now. Taysom may be the best quarterback in the division. Um, He's not a quarterback. Um, this division is so bad. The person in the division who gets Derek Carr may win the division. Because I think Dallas going to be after him. I know. I, I That's what I'm saying. The, your reaction says it all. I think the person who gets Carr could win it. It's that bad. And I have him at like 14th out of 32 quarterbacks. I don't I don't think he's, he's as bad as some, but I don't think he's a superstar by any means. He's the definition of me. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I honestly think that the the Panthers 
I think they draft the quarterback. Honestly, I think they get Will Levis or Stroud, whichever one doesn't go top two or three. Um, you think Stroud's going then they're going to trade up? No, I think I, I can see Chicago going Carter, then Houston and Levis going the next two quarterbacks, and Stroud being the third quarterback taken. I think Chicago trades their pick. That number one. I don't believe that, though, dog. I mean, I can see I can it, see but that. I don't. I can see it, but I don't know. I don't know. It's possible because I mean, they everybody know they don't need a quarterback, mm-hmm. and they've already said they're sticking with uh, Fields. He showed them enough this season. Oh, that's a good question. What do they do with Corral? He got hurt, so I don't know what they. I mean, I I don't know if he's there for the future. Yeah, I don't know if he that long term answer. I still, yeah. I mean, because I, they, I don't know. No, this they got they got a new coach in who's probably gonna want his guy. So I don't know. Frank. Yeah. I, Carson Wentz. Look. It, I, I look. I, I I I missed on Carson. Like I. That guy was on track the year that they won the Super Bowl with Foles. He was going to be the MVP of the league until he got hurt, and he has just not been the same since. Yeah. Guy uh, who's quick, falling off a cliff. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. Quick question. Have you ever seen Carson Wentz and uh, yes. uh, Prince, Prince Harry in the same place at the same time? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's hard, it's hard to be a – it's hard to be a monarch and a quarterback at the same time. I'm just saying. I don't know if he's good at either one. That's a good one, Pooh. That's a good one. Well, have you ever seen Sean Fox and the punter for the Dallas Cowboys in the same place at the same time? I am not Brandon Anger, <laughs> although I have been accused of being him from time to time. <laughs> All bald white dudes with shitty beards do not look the same, but maybe we do. <laughs> oh man! Hey, you better be careful when you go to the, your next cheer convention in Dallas, man. They're gonna be asking you for tickets to the games. That's, <laughs> that's why I try to avoid that place. Like, a- oh man. Although, um, although with the price of cheer, I could probably use the money <laughs> in the NFL to do. Oh man, Fox! Last time you were on, you told us the the great story about um, uh, when you it, uh, Coach Eddie Robinson passed. Uh, you were at his home, and and his 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 widow, yes. you know, saying spoke. Um, do you have any what's what's another good story you got for us? Maybe not, maybe not, it, it maybe not doesn't have to be legendary Eddie Robinson, but what's what's another good story you got for us? Any of them? Any of them. About Eddie or just any story, any story I got, period. Yeah, any story you got, period. Uh oh. Y'all got in my back. Uh-oh. You're kind of going in and out on us. 
<laughs> Boy, echo. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. We see you. We see your Fox, but it sounds like your your audio is going in and out. Look, well, we're gonna have to tease that question to the next time we have them on. Yeah, we may have to tease that one. Yeah. See. Ya. Hey, my back. Yeah, there you, you go. Back. There you go. He's back. I'm gonna get an internet sponsor. I'm gonna get an internet sponsor for the next time I come on. <laughs> All right. Um, no, it, it don't have to be right. about Eddie. You, just you just a story? a story in general. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. Story in general. If I lose y'all, I'll come back next time from a different place with better internet. All right. So <laughs> yeah. here's a, here's one of my best stories I've ever had for being on the radio. You ready? All right. Um, there were a year that Ruben Randall was getting recruited at LA. This is one of my best stories ever. Interview schedule with Ruben Randall the two days before signing day. Um, and Ruben, I was concrete. Ruben forgot he had baseball practice. So I've got so many listeners from across the country. He was, I think his final three was LSU, Oklahoma, and Alabama. And the, I mean, it was incredibly embarrassing that, you know, we had promoted this interview and he didn't come on, but his dad had called in and boy, that's when the real fun began. He called Les Miles a liar on the show. And he said that, yeah. And he said, if D'Angelo Benton, who was his teammate at Bastra was mm-hmm. going to LSU Ruben was not. And we thought and it was, was a package like, deal. Oh, dear God. If if I am responsible, this show responsible for LSU not getting Ruben Randall, there are going to be people with pitchforks outside my studio. Well, friends, I have to tell you, I'm going to do. I may have been responsible for LSU getting Ruben Randall after this because about – 30 minutes later, I got a three-hour show. I, my my uh, Our front desk lady comes to the studio, and we're on the air. right on that says, on the air, don't disturb. Well, she opens the door, and she's like, white as a ghost. And she's like, you need to take this phone call. I'm like, I'm on the air. She's like, no, no, no. You need to take this now. I'm like, all right. Well, I have a co It's like, look, you got to take it. So I, I get um, on the phone and it on, this is Emily from the LSU football office. I'm like, Hey, Emily. And she, uh, I can't remember who the wide receiver was at the time. She's, Hey, can you tell coach God, he came from UCLA. I just remember that. Can you uh, tell him the story? Was it Adam Henry? It wasn't Adam Henry. Was it? I can't remember. Oh, okay. No, no. Maybe, maybe, but nonetheless, that, that part's not important. He's like, can right. you tell me about Ruben? So I'm about halfway through the story. He goes, hold on, Sean. Coach Miles wants to talk to you. I'm like, oh, so I tell Coach Miles, Sean, Coach Miles, how are you? It's been a while. I'm like, Coach, how are you? He goes, hey, um, I was told that uh, his dad called. What'd he tell you? I get through about to 
finished the story. He goes, hey, hold on. We're having a coaches meeting right now. All our coaches are in here. I've got you on speakerphone with all the coaches. Can you tell us what happened? And I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is snowballed. So I tell them, and I'm, call, Sean, I really appreciate the right, talk to me. Like, Coach, uh, thanks, and, and good luck. Hey, look, two days later, Ruben Randall is at LSU. So maybe I got him there, maybe not, but. Uh, I, I, t- I give myself <laughs> credit, credit for that. For was it, like man. I was, <laughs> I was freaking out. Like, oh my god! It, if LSU does not get Ruben Randall because of this, like, I, how can I keep doing a radio show in Louisiana? But um, man, it all was just one of crazy. Like I've heard so many, and I, that was one I experienced. But I've heard so much. Wild, wild west. By the way, that was a dead period when that happened. So I don't know how they managed to work it out, but they did. Um, it really <laughs> is unbelievable how shady recruiting was back in the day. I mean, I, I've heard some other stories I can I could talk about that people just leaving money behind, like it, like thousands of dollars for recruits they didn't even get, but that was what they were supposed to do to get them. So, yeah. um. It, that whole that whole recruiting process has always fascinated with me, and that was that was. I mean, looking back now, it's it's a great story to tell. But I, I honestly was scared and nervous. I was like, I can't believe it happened to me right now on the show, and then having to go back and finish doing another hour and a half of the radio show, trying to not tell everybody what the heck just happened. I just said I had a very interesting call just now. Yeah, like, and man, I remember. Back during that time, everybody thought that it was a package deal with Ruben and D'Angelo. You know what I'm saying? They were going to go wherever no. want. They were both going to go together. They both played yep. together. You know, they were friends. They, everybody thought they were going to go together. So I remember hearing that phone call and him saying yep. that. And I had just got out of basketball practice. And I'm, te- you know, texting my man, you hearing what dude was saying? Ruben and B- they're not going to the – did he not going to the – something like, man, it was crazy. And obviously we see how their careers played out, and Ruben obviously made the right decision. But, man, it, that was that was a, a wild time in recruiting around here for sure. Man, that is – Well, now, the, the, I mean, that part was one thing. But the fact that he called his dad a liar on the air, he called Les a liar on the air. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, this is really happening. Yeah. But, hey, it blew up. Like, our server crashed three times that day from all the people who were listening online. It was wild. Oh, it's <laughs> crazy, man. That's that's wild. Um, man, Fox is always. I always enjoy the the stories. Um, I always enjoy the insight period. Uh, it's it's always great, and I always enjoy the uh, the uh, I say tr- uh, the the, twi- uh, the Twitter trolling, and, and sometimes I know you're serious. Yes, but. I can read stuff and I read it in your voice and just most of the time I'm head. not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, that, that, the, the, the craziest part is like usually I'm friends with him on Facebook. So he'll post something and he's just being himself. Everybody thinks he's serious. The funniest part is just reading the comments and reading him telling everybody I'm not serious. I was just really joking. Like that's the funniest part to me because everybody takes everything he says so I, seriously. I love when they should know better. People start up on there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a gift. Oh man, Fox is always you, brother. Truly hey, do appreciate. So I'll leave you with this. Yeah, 
Hey, next ne next time I'm on, I'll share the story on how I was on a remote, and I step and I come back and I talked about, and it got caught over there the lack of sex I haven't in a couple of months. That's a story to leave you with. I think I think I did. I hear part over of the, the story air. before. I, yeah, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. <laughs> looking forward to it, ladies and gentlemen. That was. Oh, Our good man. friend Sean Fox, y'all can check him out. Sports Talk ninety seven point seven. Uh, y'all can how can they listen online? You can get the red piece sports. Sports app. Talk nine seven seven dot com. Hit listen live. Yeah, there you there go. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was our good brother. friend Sean Fox, director of Sports Talk ninety seven point seven. My guy, man, that's my man. guy. Fox always great story, great story. That's my guy, bro. Man, I truly good dude, man, good dude, it's, real good dude. I, I listen. I always laugh because you know, before Swag Media Day, Fox talk. You know, saying, "Hey, nice yeah. to meet you, Pooh." You know, saying, Aunt, "Good to see you." Hey, word of advice: you get there, everybody's you know saying, treat them just like they're human. <laughs> Yeah, you 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 deserve to be in that room just like them. You're no different than them. Every, everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time. First person walk in the room. We, me, <laughs> me and you walking around. First person walk in. Dion and me and you like hitting each other. Hey, all that, all that, all that advice Fox just gave me out the right window. out the window. <laughs> but uh, man, truly do appreciate it. Uh, hey, thank y'all, thank y'all. Uh. Again, for tuning in, uh, love the interaction. Um, oh, this is actually a good point. Uh, Silver Charm 2 said, being that DA drafted Carr when he was with the Raiders, I uh, have a feeling that the Saints might be the first team he talks with after he is cut. If he gets cut. If he gets cut. They may try to trade him. I think they're going to try to trade him, but he has a no trade clause. So Ooh. he can say, I ain't going to the Saints. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's might be some situations where he likes better. Yeah. Yeah. It, not but I everybody. do agree. I do agree with his point that if he gets cut, we could be one of the situations that he looks at because of his familiarity yeah. with DA. Although he never played quarterback, started as the a quarterback under DA. Yeah, everybody looking forward to the uh he said the <laughs> damn, he should have told that one about the six. <laughs> Everybody's yeah, looking ready for that one. Ready for that one. Uh, speaking of advice, advice. Uh, Shannon Sharp, Shannon Sharp on his podcast uh, was talking with uh, Ocho Cinco, Chad Ocho Cinco, uh, about marriage. And Chad actually flipped on him and said, "Hey, I got a question for you. Uh, why didn't you ever get married?" And uh, this is how that played out. You you married? No. 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 Okay. I'm looking to get about. Hey, I'm about to be 55. I'm about to be double nickel. Double nickel, yeah. Double nickel. So, what you think about it though? I, let, I want to get. Let, wait, wait, wait. Let's pretend these cameras ain't here. Yeah. This me and you, Bob yeah. Shop. I've been talking like they ain't here anyway. What you you your views on marriage? What, what, what do you think? Uh, I would have loved to have gotten married earlier in my career, but my career was the most important thing. Mm. So I was no good. Um, I was a terrible father. I probably was a terrible brother, a terrible son. I definitely was a terrible boyfriend mm. because football was the most important thing. Right. I was consumed with that. And mm. I was consumed with that because I wanted to get my grandmother and my family out of the conditions that yeah, I grew up in. 
And I said, if I had kids, I didn't want them to spend one hour, mm -hmm. let alone a year like I spent. Mm. So I focused on that. That was the only thing that mattered. Right. And I had a lot of women say they could be okay with being with number two to football. Mm. But when it came right down to it and they see how devout I was in it, they couldn't be. They couldn't, right. And I said, okay. But now I started to realize as I've gotten older in my life, <clears throat> everything that I've accumulated doesn't mean anything if I don't have anybody to share it with. Mm. And it took me spending time alone to realize that, yes, Shannon, you're great at what you do. You, you're in the Hall of Fame. You accomplished a lot. But at the end of the day, who do you share it with? Hey, that was from Uncle, Uncle Shane and Uncle Shay Shay's uh, podcast. Um, and you, you are a freshly married man. When well, I say great. fresh, I mean, it's been a minute, but it's still fresh. We ain't, we ain't hit the year yet, so we still yeah. fresh. Um, That's I real, am. bro. That's yeah, real. Yeah. That's all I can say. Um, I did see some com I mean, people gonna complain by anyway. I did see some comments say that uh, you know, that selfish, he should have got married, some women can handle it, but he talks about he, he tried even tried this dating and people couldn't handle it. I disagree. Um, I feel like it would have been selfish for him to get married knowing that he wasn't able to give his all to the woman that he was about to get married to. I feel like that would have been more selfish than him not getting married. So, uh, what's good? Happy, you know, what I'm saying happy earth. Well, we'll be on, but we may be on. I don't know if that is that Super Bowl Sunday. No, not ten days. That's a week from now. Yeah, that's on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Dave Irwin said, "I've been married twenty two years and ten days." Well, congratulations. My um, guy, that's my bro, man. He he been real influential in me being where I'm at right now. So I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, well, and and kudos to you and Shantae, brother. Yeah, so um also man, listen, we got people. DK said what's good, you know what I'm saying? What's good, DK? Um, I know a lot of y'all have been spoken. Uh, and again, I apologize. We had we brought Fox on a little bit early. We started talking about the other story because we, we had to hear his take on it. Uh, but back to this marriage and and putting your job or your career above everything. Um, I think so. One thing I, I've told I told my son, you know, he's not married, of course, um, but he's, you know, I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> get your ass out of here. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, dating at, you know, so even at his age, you know, high school and stuff, and he's he has aspirations of, you know, saying going out to college, playing sports in college and stuff like that. We always tell him focus, 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 and I, you know, one things I, I always tell him, you'll lose a lot of money chasing women but you'll never lose women chasing money technically shannon sharp has lost that but did he necessarily lose a bad thing by doing that uh this the thing though i don't feel like he lost any women because i'm pretty sure there was plenty of women that he could have had he just made the choice to not be with a woman until he or marry a woman until he was able to be able to commit like he needed to commit. And I don't understand. I don't see how anyone can have a problem with that. Like, if you know you're not ready, don't get married. Being married ain't no joke. It's serious. And it's hard work. And it takes a lot of work. Especially, and if you're not yeah. ready for that, yeah, if you're not, especially in that lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're not ready for that, you don't need to just do it because that's what other people want you to do. Yeah. Um, Appreciate you, Chuck. <laughs> If you if you you gotta look at it like this, if you got a regular job 
and when I say regular job, no disrespect to to whatever you guys do, whether you're a teacher, professor, um, uh, we just had Sean on radio guy, um, TV commentator, uh, um, at home entrepreneur, whatever you do, dope boy. <laughs> if you have problems now, think about if you're full time, you're out of town half your, you know, saying half the year for the most part. You're training. You have to eat a certain way. You have to do certain things and stuff. Imagine trying to do that and, you know, please your wife with the, you know, say, baby, what you want to eat tonight? Yeah, and see, it's another point that Fox and them was talking on their show with a guest one time. Like, Major League Baseball players have the highest rate of divorce among some, like, any athletes mm. because their season is literally, like, nine months long. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they, they play so long that they're gone so much that it takes such a toll on their relationship. So if if you have a guy like Shannon who's that devoted to his craft and he knows he's not going to have the time and the capacity to devote it to his relationship, he did, he made the right decision. And I hope he, you know, I hope he does find love, you know, because, you know, he who finds yeah. a wife finds a good thing and finds favor. But, you know, so, I mean, I wish that for everybody, but, you know, if they want it. But I understand why he did what he did. Um, Angel Reese, the women's bas Angel Reese and the women's basketball team, uh, hung on to be in them today. Um, yes, she indeed. put on the show. I think uh, last twenty twenty, yeah, it was twenty six uh, and twenty two. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up now. Yeah, she was. I mean, there, here you go. Um, she had yeah twenty six points, twenty six uh twenty two rebounds. Uh, Alex, Alexis Morris had 22 points and she had a rebound, his two steals. Tell y'all about, so, about yeah. Alexis, bro. And then Fly J came in, she added 11 points, um, six rebounds, and a steal. So, trying to tell y'all about Alexis, man. Alexis so this won't take this team far. Yeah, this is what 23 in a row. Um, the, the Tigers the are 20, 23 and 0, huh? The big thing is Stanford lost today. Stanford lost today. So and Stanford was number two. This looks like Super Bowl Sunday could be number one versus number two. Bingo. That's a heck of that's a heck of an opening card for the Super Bowl, man. Man, listen. <laughs> it, man. Man. This is if if you make it to where you want to make it. You're gonna have to the, beat this team. This is the first of three chances you got to beat this team. This might not necessarily yeah. be the most important, but this is the, this is but your audition. This, this your is litmus your litmus test. This your litmus test. This is where you show, hey, we can hang. Yep. Um, See what you made uh, right here. Yeah. So, uh, but that wasn't the only good thing, Alex. Uh, uh, not Alexis. I'm sorry. Angel Reese did. Angel Reese use her I NIL bet. deal to uh, give coach bags. To all her teammates, yeah, a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess she said, "I've been in my bag. I'm gonna make sure y'all be in y'all's." So she, had oh, you didn't hear the speech? No, she I said didn't. that in the, in the speech. She said, "You know, it's February, and since we all been in our bags, I thought I'd give y'all a bag." That's oh, exactly that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> that's dope. Well, yeah, she has an nil deal with Coach, so she gifted all her teammates a new Coach bag. Um, I just want to point this out for everybody who talk about nil and how bad it is mm -hmm. and stuff. I've heard several stories about how 
players are using their NIL deals to give back to their teammates or give to, you know, friends. Uh, Here's a good one right here. Here's a good one right here for everybody who ain't no NIL. Transfer a picture that you heard. There you go. That's where I was going. Said that he was going to give all the proceeds of his NIL money to the Baton Rouge Food Bank. So, Black Corn, Michigan. Use his NIL money to do turkey drives, back-to-back seasons. So all these people complain about, uh, we're paying for players and you're doing all this. Some of this money is being turned around and being given right back into the communities that these kids go to, you know, go to school in or that they're from. So I don't see how anybody can have an issue, bro. And this one is a little personal, but the kid uh, at Indiana basketball player, I, I, we reported on it before. I can't remember his name. He used his NIL money to pay off his sister's student loan. Yep, yep. yep. So, bam, there you go. Um, beautiful, man. It's beautiful. And I love it. Um, we talked a little bit last week about Tommy Reese possibly going to Alabama, interviewing with Alabama. He's officially accepted the job with Alabama. Um and I said before, that didn't really scare me. This one worries me. Saban unites with uh, Kevin Steele. I'm not so much worried about being able to stop Kevin Steele, but Kevin Steele is is is, is really dang on good. Man, it's Alabama. Their yeah. defense is going to be decent anyway. Yeah, it's going to be decent, but with, with, Ke- with a Kevin Steele. But it's Saban's defense. So, I mean – like it's the same, it's the same car, just a different person driving it, pretty much, man. Well, it's and I'm not saying that can't make a difference, but it ain't finna completely change the out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I get your point. He a different driver in the you car. Say, you say, but he he is he is <clears throat> his, his Jason Statham in the transporter and he whipping that thing. He ain't Kirby Smart. He ain't he he you right, he not Kirby Smart. The lowest points LSU put up in 2019 with the most prolific offense. That okay, we have ever seen okay but Steel. that's because that front four that they had. It ain't just because of Kevin Steele calling plays. Like, you got that, that, that factors in, too. They, that, how many I, f- I give you that. They had that, the best defensive lineman in the country that year on Auburn's front four. He also came out with that, what, what and Kirby tried to copy it. That, what, 4 one three, where he had the one linebacker and then the three linebackers behind that. Yeah, then, but that ain't – but why Kirby wasn't successful with it? Because he didn't have them front four that Kevin Steele And we had, had also seen about in too. He didn't have Derrick Brown, bro. He didn't I have did. Big Cat. He didn't have Marlon. He didn't have all them boys. Okay. That was that front four matters, bro. It matters. And I it's think another, it's also a reason why Kevin Steele has been – has been bouncing around in his career the way he has too because he's good, but he is an elite like some people – that we've seen at Alabama, like Kirby Smart. That's that's my whole point. I feel you. I got you. But it's cause concern for me. I ain't worried about it. I'm more worried about Tommy Reese. I know I, I you could say that, but he he driving a different car, bro. He ain't never drove this car before. All right. Speaking of Alabama, uh, yesterday men's basketball, um, they played early in the year. It was a forty-point blowout. Played yesterday, yep. and it was a ten-point game. They lost. LSU lost. Uh, this was ten straight. Um, their tenth loss, but LSU should have won. Well, I'm not. Let me let me correct that. You LSU right. had a chance to win. No man, you better than me. I said they had. They should have won that game. 
They gave that game away. I, I mean, when you have a team that's obviously killing you from the three-point line the way you are, failure to make adjustments as both player and coach, I just don't understand it. And then free throws, man, like it's time and time again, it's the same thing every time. I mean, it is what it is at this point, man. We just got to try to figure it out going forward. All right. Uh, sticking with basketball, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is headed to Dallas. I don't get this trade. You got two players who are at their best with the ball in their hands. Um, I feel like Boston, not Boston, I feel like, I don't know why I said Boston. Dallas gave up a lot um, for somebody who's a free agent in the summertime. Um Spencer Dinwiddie going back to Brooklyn is interesting to me, though. I feel like he should have stayed there the whole time, and he would have been there the whole time if it wasn't for Kyrie coming in the first place, which is very interesting to me. But, um, oh, yeah, I feel like you could say that Dallas got better, and they did offensively. I feel like they took a step back a little defensively and losing Finney Smith, uh, but I don't know. I just think they gave up too much because I don't see Kyrie being there long term. I feel like his destination is L.A. And basically Brooklyn just wasn't finna give him his wish. Yeah, uh, David Irving says uh, Dallas gave up way too much. It's going to bite them when Kyrie doesn't resign. Agreed. Agreed. I know Brian said Luka will make it work. I mean, I'm not – Kyrie can make it work, too. We've seen Kyrie with James Harden, you know. We've seen them play together. Obviously, it wasn't long-term. Fat James but, Harden, too. Yeah, we've seen them play together. And I feel like Luka – Luka is – I don't know. I haven't seen it. So, I can't say that. I was about to say I think he's more willing to adapt, but I haven't seen it, so I can't say that. Um I don't know. I just I gotta see it. I'm not saying it can't work. I just I can't I gotta see it. And it's it's the track record of putting two ball dominant players together doesn't end well. I'll say that. Yeah. Um fights, NBA. NBA has looked a lot like the UFC lately. I don't know what's up with some of these players, man. Like Austin Rivers been talking a lot lately. And then he got into it with Mo Bamba, and, and you know, then he started capping afterwards too. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, not even just them, but like uh, your boy Clarkson, he squared up with somebody every other game, seemed like. And then you had Donovan Mitchell and Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks again. I can't say. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Dylan, I've been trying to tell people, bro. Everybody thinks that people don't like Memphis because they're good. It ain't got nothing to do with that. Them boys talk too much, and they. They, yeah, they, they talk too much, but they it ain't that it ain't that they talking. It's like Dylan Brooks is a dirty player, bro. He it's not the first time he's done things bro, like that, bro. I literally looked when the, the play against Donovan Mitchell when he when he punched hit him in um yeah. in, 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 yeah. in general in the nether regions. Yeah, I literally was like, bro, uh Draymond got better sense than that. 
Oh, yeah. I just, man, some things you don't do. And he a dirty player, man. And people getting tired of that. Yeah. Um, man, Pro Bowl. You said we'll talk about it later. Let's talk about it now. Let's talk about it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It wasn't good by any means. It wasn't great by any means. It was better than I thought it was going to be, though. It should have been sponsored by Cheez-Its. I mean, you could have sponsored it by a couple of things that may probably would have. It was know. the cheesiest, corniest bull. Bad, man, man that joke was so corny. I, I mean, granted, granted, granted. I do like this option a little bit better to keep people from being, because they were more into it. They was actually competing. To me, that's what made it actually decent. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. actually mm. cared. Yeah, I still. It was fun. To me, like I said, I was going into it expecting the worst. So I was I was pleasantly satisfied. I mean, you know, it was it was it was, you know, a pleasant surprise to me that it was pretty decent. And I but I will say, you know, it's obviously not better than, you know, seeing Sean Taylor lay out a punter. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Sean Taylor. But it's better than what we've seen the last few years, in my opinion, just because they actually tried and it was competitive. Dylan literally saw it and said, oh, they play flag football too, like me. Yeah, see? You can keep, you can keep them in flag for a couple of years long. Just be like, see, NFL players do it too. Yeah. Nah, he, <laughs> he, 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 already, he already know. He said, I'm getting helmet this year and shoulder pads. Yeah, so. Yep, yep. So I'm going to give him some bubble wrap. He just don't know it. He's going to get that too. All right. All right, oh, you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Hey, you're a little bit more beat to me than mine this week, so I'm gonna go ahead and go first. All right. All right. All right. For my all to call, I'm calling myself. So last week, early last week, uh, we had a little tiff. On, on on Twitter uh, with a, another, I guess you could say, media personality or, or personnel. Um, just over, you know, saying it, it, and it wasn't that bad. It was, I, I felt like it was a miscommunication. But then I kind of cared a little for because I started, you know, saying chirping back and forth with some of the people who, who don't matter in life. But let's let's not, you know, it's, it's not about this, not about them. Um, I want to apologize to y'all. We we are here to bring y'all uh good content, uh bring y'all laughs, entertainment, but also, you know what I'm saying, be real with y'all, be factual, you know what I'm saying, give y'all the best. And that wasn't my best, man. Um I stand by the fact that if we put out a story and you know what I'm saying, and it's it's real and, and you know, and it's first, and somebody comes up and says, Oh, breaking, you know what I'm saying. It, I just you know say I would hope y'all would say nah we heard at the golden boot you know or or you know saying you know saying they had it I appreciate that you know saying because some people did and it's not even so much about getting credit but it is I mean I'm sorry it's not so much about being first but it is about getting our credit uh we work hard just like everybody else um I think we deserve when we do right to be, you know what I'm saying, patting on the back. We do wrong, y'all let us know. 
So we do right. I think it's only fair y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all say, hey, you know what? They had this. They do right. It ain't even about being first. But what I will not tolerate is disrespect. My platform ain't got to be the biggest. Our platform don't have to be the biggest. But what it will be, it, it will be respected. Again, we work too damn hard to bring y'all this. And it's for y'all. We talk with y'all. We interact with y'all. If we see y'all, hey, we, we, you know what I'm saying, the people we have seen, you know what I'm saying, we kick it with y'all. I'm just saying, hey, this is this is real. You know, I'm not going to be disrespected. So with that being said, I appreciate y'all for rocking with us. I'm not going to stoop to the levels of some of these, these, for lack of a better word, idiots and clowns out here. And we're going to continue to rock and do what we got to do. So I appreciate y'all, and I hope y'all appreciate us. All right. So can't believe I'm doing this, but <sighs> can't believe I'm doing this. LeBron, Tom Brady, come on down, man. <clears throat> So, too many times nowadays, we try to find ways to disprove or diminish people's legacy and people's achievements and people's accomplishments. And we just had one retire, and the other one is about to break one of the records that nobody ever thought would be broken. So to Tom Brady and to LeBron James, I just want to salute y'all for y'all's longevity, y'all's, I'm not even going to say greatness, but y'all's ability to compete at a high level for a long time. I still do not like either one of y'all. As a matter of fact, I still hate both of y'all. But I will be, like Fox said, I don't have to like you to respect you, so I will still tip my cap to you for y'all's careers. But LeBron, I hope you lose every game you play for the rest of the season. And I'm glad that you are finally retired uh, because I can't stand either one of y'all. Um, sports will be better when both of y'all are retired, and that will be happening after next year, and we cannot wait. What you mean next year? LeBron ain't going nowhere. Oh my bad. He gotta he gotta be on the end of the bench while the sun play. You right. Two years. Hey, say what you want. But you address him. It's four time champ. Six time finals loser is how hey, I can say. Hold up, him. hold up. We've been told all you gotta do is make it there. Who? Oh, Who not said that? that? Not, not that okay. All I'm saying, listen. Who said you address that? him? You heard me say that? It's the all time leader. You, you heard me say that? I don't know. You may have. I don't know. I'll address him as the most turnovers in NBA history. You can address him as Mr. Most turnovers. The turnover leader is how I will address him. Man, you say what you want. What did he do last night? I don't even know. I honestly don't know. I mean, I didn't even know the game. Damn. The boy Pels had a 10-game losing streak. You know what didn't happen? They didn't get 11-game losing streak because they gave them boys that L. No, whatever. Whatever. Y'all just be hating. Uh, I ain't got nothing to hate on him, sir. Yes, you do. I, I gave that man his respect. <laughs> that don't mean I'm finna lie. Back end. I'm telling nothing but facts. Back end compliment. Uh, it's facts. It's, 
factually a backhanded compliment. Um, hey, we still want to do this. I put this out here a couple things before we close up shop. Um, uh, programming change again, as you notice, we started at eight tonight. Uh, we will be back again on Wednesday at eight o'clock with the golden boot. We'll be back tomorrow at eight o'clock with HBCU hour and on Thursday at eight o'clock. Also, also, hey, help us hit 1K and you can possibly win $100. Go on to youtube.com slash the golden boot and subscribe. Uh, refer some friends over to subscribe. Let us know. Hey, I referred a few people over. You know what I'm saying? And if we see their name on there, you know what I'm saying, that they subscribe, we'll enter you and that person to win $100. This is real, people. We are serious. We trying to get this this one k money, 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 money. We trying to get it. So hey, help your boys out. Also, want to say thank you to Fox for coming through. As always, blessing oh, us. God. That man be fight. Listen, y'all just don't understand the demons that man be fight with teenagers, internet, and uh, yeah, that man. It, it, we appreciate that man him. Probably got through. about twenty three. Teenage girls at his house right now. His daughter always be having friends. I feel bad for that young man. Yeah, Anybody man. say he's the only man in the house? He need to get him a dog or something. <laughs> they might be a female <laughs> dog. But anyway, exactly. uh, <laughs> hey, want to preach and uh, say thank y'all to everybody who who came through in the chat. Uh, Dave, Ryan, Silver Charm, uh, Chuck, Josh. Nick Thomas. Our guy Julian was in here tonight. Julian. Appreciate uh, y'all uh, watching, man. Kyle Jones. And I saw this. He said uh, the disappointment with him. <laughs> the disappointment uh, when he sees the bubble wrap. That's oh, yeah, he's definitely going to be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, he, helmet. I'm going to wrap that helmet up. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, yeah. before we go, before we go, I do want to say I will give LeBron James credit. He is about to break a record that we never thought would be broken. You know, he's about to become – He's about to become the NBA leader for all-time missed shots. You know what I mean? We we must oh, get a man credit. Here we for go. That. We here must we go. get a man credit for that. Hey, you say you, you uh miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So you know I know he's about to pass. Kudos, about to pass kudos Kobe. to that. He's about to pass Kobe for this. So you know what I mean? That's saying something because Kobe definitely didn't care about any shot. Every shot was a good shot to Kobe. Yeah. So uh, trying to see who else if we miss somebody. I said I think I said Josh. I know Josh was in here. He's you know what I'm saying. Uh, Sam Wilson, uh, DK, that's who I was looking for. I know DK spoke, you know what I'm saying, was a DK. But uh, again, 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 uh, Chris, uh, this old, that's who I was looking for. My boy, he he came up earlier. This old vet, always, as always, appreciate you for coming through. Uh, man, it, it just, you know what I'm saying, means a lot, this old vet, because I, I know you, you weren't necessarily – watching in the beginning, uh, but you saw us on other stuff and you came through and we appreciate you. Uh, always coming in with a good comment, you know what I'm saying? Honest comment. Uh, Gary, uh, notice I say good comment, Chris. Good comments. Mm -hmm. uh, Tyler, Jason, wrong, bro. Mr. Perp came through here and Big Pressure. So, I just want to make sure I, I get hit holler at my people because, uh, Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Yeah, I just want to make sure I hit up everybody, everybody who came through it and, and, and spoke and stuff, because uh, it means uh, it does mean a lot to us when y'all come through and speak and stuff and, and and with your comments and we do appreciate it. Uh, but uh, I think that's it, man. I ain't got nothing else. 
like I said, we'll be back tomorrow with the HBCU Hour. Bethune Cookman got a head coach, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh oh, uh oh, what, 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 what? That's Nick. That's Nick. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not paying no attention to Nick. Oh, yeah, I'm not paying no attention. Nick think he's about to get Kevin Durant, so I mean, I'm not paying no attention. David Kevin Durant ain't getting a haircut. Well, or a new hairbrush. Man, Nick Thomas is a Padres fan. He trying to call somebody miserable. What? What? <laughs> wah, 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 wah. We do got that sound too. But uh yeah, like I said, Bethune Cookman got a new head coach. Uh Alabama and them facilities. They new facilities. Yeah. I've been talking about this. You saying you saying uh yeah, Black College Experience put that yeah, Miss yeah. Keisha put up them uh that video. Yes, it's going down tomorrow night. Uh so Man, I'm all over the place with these uh which college trying to find what I'm finna play. All right, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. We got don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at the Golden Boot Pod on Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Golden Boot. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E. AV on YouTube.